Hi, and welcome to the first episode of Season 2 of the Clever Hybrids podcast. Welcome back. I'm here with Tiago Campos Camargo. Tiago is a Brazilian electrical engineer living in Germany. He speaks four languages, Portuguese, Spanish, English, and German. So he's definitely a clever hybrid. Thanks so much for being here with us, Tiago. Thank you a lot. Thank you a lot for the invitation. Yeah, I'm glad you could make it. You studied electrical engineering at the Universidade Estadual Paulista Julio de Mesquita Filo. It's very long. <laughs> so we'll just call it UNESP for short in Guarantigueta, a small town in the state of Sao Paulo. And now you work for Bosch in Germany. Couldn't you walk us through how that happened? Yes, for sure. So I studied in a small town called Guarantigueta. From, it's one hour from my city, so it made me move to, to there as it would be complicated to go every day from my home. And I lived in a dorm. In that dorm, I had several uh, students, colleagues, that they were also studying electrical engineering. And they told me about the opportunity to go to Germany for an exchange. And international experience in Brazil is really good for your CV. So that got my attention. So I started learning from the first semester German. And on the fourth, in the fourth year, I could go to Germany. So first I went to Karlsruhe to study in the University of Applied Science. And the second semester, I worked for Daimler in a Mercedes-Benz project. Then, after that one-year exchange experience, I came back to Brazil to finish my bachelor degree, and I got the opportunity to come back to Germany to work for Bosch, and here I am since March. Wow, that's great. So you made it in right before all of the corona restrictions. That's amazing. It makes me feel better, too, that you've been learning for four years because your German is way better than mine. <laughs> You can do it. Yeah, I'm working on it. But you even mentioned to me before that you didn't grow up bilingual. So when did you start with the other languages, English and Spanish? So English, I started early. My parents, they had a different mindset because in Brazil, it's not common to learn English. So before at least. So since when I was younger, they had this priority for me and my sister to make us learn English as it would be a, dif a differential for us in the future. So English I've learned in school, at school, and I had the opportunity to go to South Africa. Uh, it was an amazing experience. I learned there also more about the language, the culture, and I did voluntary work uh, in South Africa. For Spanish, it came later than English, but uh, with our trip, our vacation in Chile, I had an amazing overview from the language and I wanted to learn more. I wanted to learn more about the culture, the language, and I started doing some classes. And I had the opportunity to go back to Chile, where my uncle was working in Santiago. And with my cousins, I spent an amazing vacation also doing um, language courses and experience more about the and the, the future. Wow, that's really cool. What kind of volunteer work did you do in South Africa? In South Africa, I was going every day to a senior um, home, and there I was responsible to take care of the, the elderly and interact then with reading, talking, playing. So every day after the, I had 
courses in the morning. In the afternoon, I was going every day to, to visit the elderly. Oh, that's very kind of you. I'm sure they appreciated it. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> now that you speak so many languages, you have a whole world of opportunities. So why did you choose Germany over Portugal, staying in Brazil, or even an English or Spanish-speaking country? Yeah, so I didn't choose Germany for the language or culture. I chose because of the field. So for electrical engineer, Germany is a really important country. And not only for electrical engineer, but for engineer itself. And the opportunities here, they were better. And when I came here, it was um, a good experience as I had been already for one year. Okay. Yeah, definitely made in Germany always means quality, I noticed. Mm -hmm. Where you are, I know it's... It's a bit of a smaller town. Are there a lot of other expats like you, or are you the only one? It's not a huge town, but there are a lot of uh, expats as me. So especially because of the university, there are several international students. Some of them come from India, from Pakistan, from Nigeria, also from Brazil. So I'm not the only one, and that's also some interesting and nice that we can mix cultures and we can also learn with each other at work also we have several uh, nationalities it's a really international team from mm. yes from Netherlands from India also so it's besides living in Germany I have access to I have the opportunity to know a lot of different cultures all right you also moved relatively recently in 2018 and then like you said you moved to germany came back to brazil and moved to germany again do you still deal with homesickness a lot yes i do a lot but i'm really thankful for my parents my sister that they give me all the necessary support and due to technology we can call every day with video we can be in touch with i can be uh in I know what's happening. They can also know what's happening. It's way different from the past that it was only per voice and really fast. So homesickness, I think it's something that complicated to get rid of. I will always miss my family and my country besides living in a different country. Yeah, that's true. It's your new home, but you'll always remember your first home. Yes, as uh, it was said in a different podcast, when you go to a different country, you leave a part of you, but in that new country, there's also a new part of you that stays. So whenever you move, you are leaving part of you, but you are gathering more friends and important uh, relationships. Hmm, you've been listening to the other episodes. Bonus points for you. <laughs> <laughs> What are the biggest differences you notice between English and German? For me, German is way more complex to learn. But uh, what I understand from English is that the words are simpler. When we don't, uh, in English, you don't need to differ the gender. It's always the chair, the table. But in German, that's not what happens. The German is similar to Portuguese. We also have genders in the words, and that can make things more complex when you learn the language to use with different cases, accusative, dative, and so on. So that's 
one of the points. And the second that for me, it's also a, a still a bit complicated is the grammatical grammar. So when um, they, they speak, there's always a way to use the verb on the end of the sentence. And for me, that's one of the most complicated because in Portuguese, we always start with the subject and the verb. So I know directly what will happen, who is doing. But for German, it's more important first the the context and then what they will do. Yeah, that's true. I noticed that with the <laughs> the is der, die, and das, three of them. Yeah. And then also some of the words are so long because they're very specific. <laughs> yes. Yeah. In the beginning, it's a bit more complicated, but then the words start making sense. As example, gloves, it's in German, handschuhe which is hands, hand, and shoe is shoes. So it's a shoe for the hands, gloves. Yeah, even stuff like that, if you translate it, it'll make you laugh, but that'll <laughs> help you remember it. Yeah, <laughs> somehow, yes. What's the hardest part for, for you with English now, now that you live in a German-speaking country, you speak Portuguese with your family? and you have to use English for work, How? what's the hardest part for you now? Um, English, I've been learning for a while, since I was a little child. So I'm, I'm, I'm more comfortable with the language now. And it's always good to, to keep using. So for example, now I use for work, which for me is better because as, as you said, I speak with my, I talk with my parents in Portuguese in German, in German, and working in English, it's amazing to keep in touch with the language. Yeah, it's true. What about your Spanish? Do you feel like it's dying now, or are you still using it? <laughs> I I was way better before. I could uh, talk easier than now. But what I think is inter interesting that I can still understand. So I watch La Casa de Papel, I watch I listen to music from Latin America and I can understand. But for me, the most complicated is that I'm losing the sense of what's Portuguese and what's Spanish because the language mm -hmm. is similar. So sometimes I, I don't know anymore if I'm creating a new word, if I'm using Portuguese or if I, I'm mixing a lot with Portuguese. Okay, maybe you can invent a new language. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool, though, you're trying to keep it up on your own. But what advice would you give to others who are in your same situation? They have to use English at work, but they move to another country. Um, I know there's a lot of Latinos who live in Sweden, Finland, Germany, some even in Russia or Japan, that they have to speak those languages but use English at work. How can you balance that? I think the easiest way is to not overpressure otherwise you feel overwhelmed. The moment that people, they understand that language will not come as a duty, but as a way of living or, or a way to make it easier to live in the country or to work, it will get easier to learn and it will, have, it will be joyful to learn a new language. So my advice would be to, to have friends in the, in the language, in your target, target language. So your friends can correct you, can help you, can improve. Um, for people that are living in a different country and they still need to use a, a third language, 
I would say that Netflix or music, they are always there. If you just want to relax, to not make uh, yourself stressed because you're not understanding. So always listening to music, to read the newspaper, it's the best way. And yes, do not um, stress too much because language, everyone needs time. I didn't learn German in one day or in one year. I, it took time to me, it took time to learn um, English. I still learn Spanish. So take your time and be patient. That's very good advice. For the other Brazilians out there that might be listening to this, is there anything that you want to tell them about dealing with the, the current situation that you've noticed is helpful? I hope they can keep respecting the measurements, staying at home, staying safe, and hopefully we'll overcome this together and the vaccine will arrive soon as also in Germany and Europe, the numbers are increasing. So it's a pandemic, it's global, and it's affecting everyone. It's not only one country, it's not one, one place. Everyone is affected, and hopefully the whole world will overcome together. Yeah, that's true. It seems the whole world is going into the second wave. So everyone, please stay vigilant and quédate en casa, stay home. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say that in Portuguese? There you go. Well, thank you so much, Tiago. If someone wants to get in touch with you, how can they reach out to you? They can reach out to me on LinkedIn, on um, Facebook, Instagram. I'm really available. So on Instagram, it's at Tiago with H and uh, C underline Camargo. So if they can reach me out there. All right. Thank you so much. And for those of you listening, this is Gabby V with Tiago Camargo. You have a lot of insights to share. So everybody reach out to Tiago. And until next time, learn by doing and asking. Hasta pronto.